Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. The secret to getting to the bottom of the issue here in the self versus other problem is the little word in between, versus. Is it really true that in all ways and absolutely, there's a difference between self and other? Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. I want to take a moment and acknowledge that this is the 100th episode of Manage to Engage, and I love that it sort of serendipitously ended up being about soul values and the issues around self and other, because these are such deep, upstream, vital themes to examine in our world and in ourselves. Thank you for being a part of making this podcast a success. I appreciate your listening very much. So today, for part two of our series about self and other, we ask an important question. How is the self actually different than other? We break down the metaphysical barriers between these two concepts to find the universal connection rooted in soul-level values. I offer weekly member webcasts and teach live courses on clearandopen.com because I believe with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, just open up the podcast app, click the podcast cover art, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. I'd appreciate that very much. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. You want to solve this problem? No, I'm fascinated by this. Okay, good. I can't wait to hear what your ultimate answer is. <laughs> this is a this is a teacher strategy. You know, I've set up the problem and the dream of like it could be solved, and now I've got you on your edge of your seats. This is right. so enjoyable to do this. So one thing I notice in myself with regards to raising children, mm. in particular, is that. When I've reached a level of stress where time is the issue and my kids are needing things, needing things, needing things, the way I interact with them is completely different than when I find myself with enough time, but I say enough, whatever that is, where I'm feeling like I've got, I'm able to do all the things that I've promised or were on my schedule. Then I can interact with them in a way where I'm actually seeing them. I'm hearing them. I'm Mm. not checking, you know, something off a list or being Mm. short with them. So how I interact with them is purely a reflection of sort of where I am internally Mm -hmm. as far as that stress, you know, goes. So that's a really good setup for where we're going to be going soon. So it's beautiful that you say that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say any more about it, but uh, has to do with soul level values you're probably embodying. We'll talk more about that soon. Any other comments, questions? Yeah, I just wanted to piggyback off what Tim was saying because uh, I think that's the one thing I struggle with the most is you know taking care of my sp- uh, myself, especially with my wife being nine months pregnant and I'm like supermaning things. Sometimes that carries over to work. 
And what I've realized, because uh, my struggle the past week and a half, I've been off my rocker a little bit. Uh, but the last 48 hours, I feel like I got back and I'm way more present. I'm way more curious. I'm way more understanding the context versus content when I'm allowing myself some time. Um, yeah. But how I interact too. So I just wanted to piggyback off what you want to say. Right on. Yeah. The secret to getting to the bottom of the issue here in the self versus other problem is the little word in between versus. Is it really true that in all ways and absolutely there's a difference between self and other? And you can go through the spiritual door there or you can go through the scientific door and Actually, even though you guys are thousands of miles away, my hand is touching these the air molecules and those air molecules are touching each other all the way to wherever you are. In one way, we are connected through kind of association and adjacent molecules. And this is experienceable. So I've talked here and there over the last month or so about soul level values. So let's revisit that for a couple minutes to be able to solve this problem. A soul level value, and in this case, soul is just meaning like really deep and kind of archetypal and universal. It has nothing to do with what a soul is and do we have a soul and is it like a thing that exists when your body dies? It has nothing to do with that. It just means like soulful, you could say, a soulful kind of value. Soul-level values are things like love, truth, gratitude, connection, honesty, integrity. They're the very big, deep values. And everybody has one connection or another to them. And so the first place to start is to consider what are your soul-level values. And there's two ways to do this. Well, at least two. The, the way I like the best is to step out of yourself and look at your life without judgment, without opinion, just from a very pure observation place. What are the deepest values that you've been living your life according to? What really matters to you? Money is not on the soul values list, <laughs> by the way. I think you all know that. What really has driven you? What's always been there? Usually you'll find something. Would knowledge be on that list? Sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a passion for knowledge. I didn't say passion, but passion for knowledge, understanding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Feeling valued by helping other people. Yeah, service. Service is definitely a soul level value. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And uh, I can tell just by the sound of your voice and the look in your eyes, Chris, that service is one for you. <laughs> and the care is something you just exude. And so for most people, they've got one or two of these, these kind of values, maybe three. I invite people to try, to try to limit it to one or two words just for simplicity's sake. But what's really interesting about these is they all end up, if you kind of zoom into any one soul value, they all end up being the same. Right, let's go into service for a second. So without um, when you zoom into service, there's no service without care. 
There's no care without love. But there's no love without truth. Because love without truth is indiscriminate and kind of sloppy. Right? If you the, you'll have a hard time finding someone with who values uh, love and service to others with no discernment where they bring it, you know, you know, this person deserves, I want to serve this person. Why? Well, they need it. They need, they need something here and they deserve it. According to what? Truth. See, truth is right there. And same, if you come in the other door, if you go in the door domain of, in the door of truth, Okay, I really care about what's true, what's right, what reality is. Okay, well, why do you care about that? Then you run right into love. Well, it really matters to me. I want people to be abiding in reality. Why? Well, because there's so much suffering in the world when people are not abiding in reality and they're making stuff up. They cause suffering and they hurt other people. Oh, and why does that matter? You see, that's love. You must care a lot to care that much about truth. So... If you sort of go in, whatever word you have, that's cool. That's your word. That's your touchstone. But if you go scratch the surface of any of these, they all sort of arrive at the same place, a sense of coherence, a place where love and truth and integrity and gratitude, and they all sort of come together in this indescribable, was the a Pangea, you know, that was the term when all the continents were one blob an indescribable Pangea of metaphysical universalities. So that, what if that, that I just made that up, the, the Pangea thing. Let's call that the Pangea, the metaphysical Pangea. What if that, because you look at any human being, you will follow their values from, you know, even if they start with money, you'll eventually get back to something like that. And then you'll end up at that amorphous universal Pangea thing. Well, where does that come from, right? It's universal. We're talking about the values inherent in life itself. It's just there. It certainly seems to be because everybody has some kind of connection to it. Okay, now where does personal self-interest come in, right? So let's say you're, um, let's stay with service. That's a good one for work, especially. So let's say your value or one of them is service. What's one of your soul level values? Certainly as a human being, there are days where you express and serve service as a value better than others, right? Sometimes you're caught up, you're in a bad mood. Sometimes you're having a tough day. And other times you just feel like your cup runneth over and you're a service machine. And the connection you have to the metaphysical Pangea is like, you're just like a channel for it. You're like a service tube. You are expressing service and you're getting so much out of it. Why? Because you value that and you've become a conduit for it. And other people benefit from that. And what's the connection to that where you value service, but is it, is it because of something I'm getting? Is it, is it come back to a selfish thing that I'm getting some reward for serving others and I can feel good about myself. Yes. The real value of serving. Yes. That's the question. That's the question. So, so let's look at that. Is it selfish to serve a soul level value? Selfish meaning uh, inappropriately self-serving. 
serving yourself in a way that is at the expense of others. If you look for a moment at the set of soul level values, when you serve love, when you serve truth, when you serve coherence, integrity, whatever that is for you, isn't it true that when you serve that value, you serve yourself and everyone around you? That's part of the feature of a soul level value because you're not serving something that is only locally in you. You're drawing from the universal metaphysical Pangea, the values that seem to underline all of human existence. So when you serve that, some people call that God. Some people call it life, the universe, whatever. But you can see, you can intuit, and you can observe in every culture, these universal values exist. Care, passion, truth, they're everywhere. So the argument I want to make, or the premise I'm offering here, is that when you serve those values, they are self-transcendent. You see? You as a self, a local personality self, you choose to serve that essential truth, that soul level value. And in so doing, when you do that, it is self-transcendent. As opposed to when you serve your love of chocolate ice cream. Your love of chocolate ice cream is not self-transcendent. It is not universal a chocolate lover, I almost, I, I choke on it because I love chocolate so much. I want to say it's universal, but the truth of the matter is not everybody loves chocolate. I don't know what's wrong with those people. I'm joking. Not everybody loves chocolate, <laughs> right? It's not, it's not part of the Pangea. It's like some subset. It's still a part of God, you know, chocolate certainly like everything else is, but it's not one of these essential things like integrity. I've never met anybody who's dedicated their life to chocolate. I'm sure they exist. I'd be curious to talk to them. <laughs> but you just, you intuitively have more respect for someone who dedicates their life to integrity than someone de who dedicates their life to chocolate ice cream, right? It just, it just kind of like, ah, oh, all right. It doesn't really move you. So a cell, the, these soul values are naturally self-transcendent. And sometimes it's easy to serve that soul level value. And other times it's challenging. Other times it's challenging when you're not in the mood or it's difficult or, you know, your value is service, but, you know, you feel like the two, you know, infants you have are really pushing your limits. It gets really hard sometimes. And sometimes the way in which it, it becomes difficult is because your local personality, whatever you want to call it, your ego, your shadow, your lower self, whatever you want to call it, depends on the model or the paradigm, is screaming, I know I care about service, but right now I really need some chocolate ice cream. <laughs> right? So now, now we have a different kind of Versus, it's the needs of the local self, the local personality self, versus commitment to the soul value. This, my friends, is the root of the self versus other problem. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. 
Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening and bye for now.